the sun, the clouds and rain, the wind that sweeps the sky clean and lets the sun shine again. This is the most magnificent life has ever been. Here is heaven and earth and the brilliant sky in between. Blessed is this life and I'm gonna celebrate being alive. Blessed is this life and I'm gonna celebrate being alive.
Good morning. That's very hard to follow, <laughs> but I hope that it's going to convince many of you to amplify your inherent worth and start volunteering your time with a with obviously a very fun crew on the AT um, Tech Committee. I'm uh, sorry, Tech Team. So I'm Sarah Basehart. Good morning. I'm a member of your Board of Trustees, and my pronouns are she and her. It's my pleasure to welcome you to worship at the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Columbia. As we begin, we honor the Piscataway people and their ancestors. It is upon their land that we reside. We are served by the Reverend Paige Getty Minister, as well as a talented and dedicated team of religious educators, musicians, and other professional staff. Much appreciation goes out to the many lay leaders and volunteers whose incredible efforts and dedication help to keep us connected. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, Whoever you love, and whatever your faith tradition, you are welcome here. We particularly welcome any guests joining us this morning. We encourage you to fill out the visitors form in the lobby or online and connect with others in the virtual or in-person social hour after the service so that we may meet and welcome you. Finally, for those who are attending in our sanctuary at the Owen Brown Interfaith Center this morning, please take a moment to silence your cell phones or other electronic devices. I have just two announcements this morning. A reminder that all are invited to attend today's noon virtual tree trimming party with the religious education staff members Robin and Kelly. We hope to see you and your decorations soon. 
the Board of Trustees would like to announce a special congregational meeting taking place next Sunday, December 5th, immediately following service for the congregational vote on the ordination of Dr. Laura Solomon into UU ministry in the Unitarian Universalist Faith Congregation's ordained ministers. And Laura, who has been coming to UUCC since 2013 and has served as a guest preacher several times in recent years, has chosen us for this special privilege. This will be a brief but important meeting, so mark your calendars. Thank you. Getty. I use the pronouns she, her, and hers, and it is a great pleasure to worship with you, whether you are here in the room or with us virtually this morning. Um, extra special welcome to those of you who are guests today. I know we have several people in the room who are here for the very first time ever, so welcome to you. Welcome to the online guests who are new among us. If you haven't already filled out the visitor form, we'd love for you to do that so we can stay in touch. It's really good to have you here with us today. In addition, you're getting ready to see a QR code on the screen. If you'd like to access the order of service, use that QR code or the link that's in the chat. If you're here in the sanctuary and need a hearing assist device, you can get that from the tech booth in the back. And later in the service, we will honor community members' personal sorrows and joys. So if you have a sorrow or joy that you would like to have read on your behalf during worship this morning, please write that in the Joys and Sorrows book that's at the back of the sanctuary, or send it via email to joysandsorrows at uucolumbia.net. So many thanks to all of you who make it possible for us to share a worship experience each week. We have a skilled and dedicated staff team, greeters and ushers and joys and sorrows transcribers on Zoom and here in person. 
We have an extraordinary tech team who would welcome new members and without whom we would be utterly lost, especially in a service like this one with more than 25 individual participants from whom you're going to hear this morning and special music and all sorts of things. It is an especially heavy audiovisual lift. So thank you, Richard and Graham and Phil this morning. And to those couple dozen participants who are going to be part of the service today, thank you. Staff members Michael and Kelly, of course, for your dependably excellent contributions. Samantha and Mark for your special music selections. And many individual speakers who are going to invite us this morning to consider the small blessings of our ordinary and extraordinary human lives. So on this day that is the end of a long holiday weekend off of work and school for many among us, when the season of Advent is beginning in Christian homes and churches, as those who observe Jewish holidays anticipate the beginning of Hanukkah tonight, and as the nights continue to grow longer and the days shorter as we approach the winter solstice, let us this morning pause in gratitude Take a deep breath, settle in, open your mind and heart and body as we begin with this poem, the words of Mary Oliver, titled, Praying. It doesn't have to be the blue iris. It could be weeds in a vacant lot or a few small stones just pay attention, then patch a few words together and don't try to make them elaborate. This isn't a contest, but the doorway into thanks and a silence in which another voice may speak. Together we enter into the doorway into thanks. Let us worship. It is a custom in Unitarian Universalist congregations around the world when we gather for worship to light a flame in a chalice. And this morning, Andrew Eukaitis is going to come light that flame for us. Thank you, Andrew. And we dedicate our flaming chalice with words of another poet, Andrea Potus, Essential Gratitude. Sometimes it just stuns you like an arrow flung from some angel's wing. Sometimes it hastily scribbles a list in the air. Black coffee, thick new books, your, your pillow's cool underside, the quirky family you married into. It is content with so little, really. Even the ink of your pen along the watery lines of your dime store notebook could be a swiftly moving prayer. 
Will you now rise in body or in spirit? We're going to speak together the words of our congregational covenant, then we're going to greet each other, and then we're going to sing. So stay risen in whatever form is most comfortable for you for the next few minutes. Will you speak together these words that are the promises we make to and with one another? Strengthened by our common humanity and inspired by our seven principles, we promise to be a safe and welcoming community to nurture each other's hearts and spirits, to delight in the beauty of our diversity, to struggle together on our spiritual journeys, and to challenge each other to live our values. Thus, we pledge our time and vigor to the continuing celebration of spirit, of the world, and of humankind. Thank you. Now I invite you to greet one another if you want to wave at the people on the And now we're going to join in singing together, We Give Thanks. Thank you, Michael. My name is Kelly Daniker. My pronouns are she and hers, and it is my joy to serve as the religious education assistant at the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Columbia. Last Sunday, our service was about our UUCC church home. It was about how our congregation was founded, the story of how it grew, and the joy of welcoming new members. The service required a number of in-person participants, which has not been the case over these last few years during the pandemic. Sunday mornings have been pretty quiet in our sanctuary. But as the staff entered last Sunday, we were all struck by the energy in the room. We were happily overwhelmed with the sights and sounds of you, of our faith community. 
The following Tuesday at our weekly staff meeting, we reflected on that moment and we shared as a staff a moment of collective gratitude. Later in today's service, you're going to hear from so many of, of our congregants, both in person and from our virtual sanctuary, about the things for which you are grateful. We're going to hear poetry that speaks to the many ways in which people pray. And so I thought this morning, we might start together by sharing a moment of collective gratitude and then maybe writing a little poetry together to reflect on. And so all poetry needs inspiration. And so if you would, in body or in spirit, or whether you're joining us from Zoom or live, would you stand in body or in spirit? And we're going to take a bit of a gratitude walk this morning. So take a breath and feel the ground under your feet. And if you want to, you can sort of move your feet like you're walking. Maybe it's just a gentle sway to get some rhythm into your body. Now look around the room. What do you see that is beautiful? What makes you smile? What inspires you? What makes you appreciate your life? Can have a seat. Holding on to all of those feelings of beauty and inspiration, let's create a little poetry together. So we're going to create a redacted poem together. I have some text, some random text from Charlotte's Web, and I've even cut that text down. And I'm going to ask for volunteers, and we're going to go one sentence at a time, and you're going to tell me which words you want to keep from each sentence and which words you want to get rid of. So the first sentence is, these autumn days will shorten and grow cold. Is there a volunteer who would like to take some of those words away? Oh, I saw this hand. What would you like to take away? These, okay. Anything else? Will shorten and grow cold. Nice. So we also want to let those in our virtual sanctuary participate. So if you want to take the next sentence, Paige will call on you. The next sentence is, the leaves will shake loose from the trees and fall. The leaves will shake loose from the trees and fall. Anyone on Zoom? Anybody on Zoom want to answer? Raise your hand. We'll grab another one. We can go out here. I don't see any hands. All right, we'll come back. There was a second hand. Did I see your hand before? What would you like to take out of that sentence? The leaves will shake loose and fall. The leaves will, okay, is gone. From the trees and fall. All right, next, Christmas will come and the snows of winter. What should we take out of that sentence? Christmas will come and the snow. Anyone? <laughs> Anyone have an idea? All right, I'll take this one. So I'm going to get rid of Christmas will come and the, and the. You will live to enjoy the beauty of the frozen world. What should we take out of that? We have a hand on Zoom. Excellent. You will live to see, enjoy the beauty of the frozen world. All right, Regina Vero. We can't see you. You don't want to see me. 
but we can hear you. Go ahead. Um, I will take out um, You Will Live Too. You Will Live Too. All right. Winter will pass and the days will lengthen. The ice will melt in the pasture pond. I know that's a long one. Don't be scared. <laughs> Anyone want to tackle it? Winter will pass and the days will lengthen. Oh, over there. Yes, ma'am. Winter and the. All right. All these sights and sounds and smells will be yours to enjoy. Anyone on Zoom want that one? All these sights and smells. <laughs> All right, I'll anybody out here? Oh, in the back, yes. Yes, I can do that. So sights, sounds, get rid of that. All right, and I'll take the last little bit, which is this lovely world, these precious days. I'm going to keep precious days because it feels too obvious. So here's what we have. Autumn days. Shake loose trees of winter. Enjoy the beauty of the frozen world. Sights, sounds, and smells these precious days. If we pay attention, we're surrounded by beauty, by things that make us smile, things that inspire us, make us appreciate life. May we keep our hearts and minds open to the possibilities. May we today and always walk in gratitude. Thank you, Kelly. The kids who are here and are planning to go outside, I'm going to invite you to stay for a few more minutes. We've got some special music I think you're going to enjoy hearing, and then we'd like you to hear the generosity minute and exit during the offertory. My name is uh, Mark Calvin. Um, my pronouns are he and his. And um, I grew up in Hawaii. My wife and I both grew up in Hawaii. And when I was nine years old, they asked me whether I wanted to learn to play the ukulele or learn to dance the hula, so I chose this. I think I got, my dad got this ukulele for me when I was about 10. And uh, I switched over to playing the guitar when I was 11, and I never really played the ukulele much anymore, but we, used to, we learned some Hawaiian songs when I was little. And one of, this one is called Lahaina Luna, and I wanted to play this for you. Sunrise, the golden sun. 
sunset in Lahaina, Lahaina Luna. They say that Maui no Kahoe, and I agree that Maui no Kahoe is the only place for me. That's where you'll find me down by the seaside, watching the Sunrise, the golden sunset in Lahaina, Lahaina Luna. Earlier this year, thank you, Mark. Thank you. Earlier this year, as a way to cultivate a culture of abundance and generosity and gratitude throughout the year, the UUCC Stewardship Council instituted the practice of offering a generosity minute during worship each month. So today I'm very pleased to welcome Gregory Seidman to our virtual pulpit to share why his family invests their resources in UUCC. Good morning. My name is Gregory Seidman. I've been a part of this congregation since before I was born, and it has meant a lot to me. I went through RE and YRUU and joined as a member many years later. My wife and I were married by a family friend I knew from here. My mother served on numerous committees and the OBIC board and found a community within the community in the choir. She also met her best friend and a second mother to me at UUCC. When she was recovering from various surgeries, the choir mobilized to visit and bring meals. When she died, the community came together to remember her. But I don't give to pay that back. It can't be paid back, only paid forward. I want the love and community my mother enjoyed to continue in perpetuity. I want my kids and their kids and everyone's kids to have the connection and education I had as a kid. I know that the Stellar RE program, ministerial program, and music program that I've meant so much to me can't exist without funding. My household donates generously, so it can. Thank you, Gregory, and thank you all for your generosity. Your offerings will now be freely given and very gratefully received, either in the basket in the back of the sanctuary or virtually. Thank you.
Thank you, Michael. Sometimes it just stuns you like an arrow flung from some angel's wing. That's Andrea Potus again in Essential Gratitude. Sometimes it hastily scribbles a list in the air. Black coffee, thick new books, your pillows cool underside, the quirky family you married into. It is content with so little, really. Today, we are all invited to notice not only the grand and extraordinary things that are sure to overwhelm us with a unique sense of gratitude, but to notice those everyday things, wondrous and awesome as they are too, to be stunned by them, to say, Thank you for ordinary blessings. In that spirit, this morning, a couple dozen of your fellow congregants will now share what inspires their gratitude today. We begin with Kristen Parrish. On behalf of my children and me, thank you, UUCC for taking us in, for holding us close, for loving us as is, for never giving up on us, for sharing your knowledge and for sharing your hearts, for your grace, for your integrity, for your vitality, for inspiring us all, for never giving up on humanity and for giving me the bravery to say these things to you. Thank you, UUCC. I would like to say that my everyday gratitude are things like mountain climbing, race car driving, saving the world, or some other pursuit that makes me seem interesting and exciting. But there is one thing that keeps coming back to me, and it's my morning coffee. My body and mind wake me before anyone else in my household. I have three favorite mugs. I heat my milk, my coffee is very hot, and I usually take it to my craft room and create and have my first cup. Sometimes if it's a very good book, I will read, but either way, I'm grateful every day for this simple pleasure. Good morning, I'm Bob Hennig. I am thankful for my life. I am thankful for my wife, who I love more today than when we married for our son, Sam, for good friends from many places and the fine people we work with and serve. I am thankful for our good health and the good health of our family. 
especially my dad at age 93 and Suzanne's dad at age 96. I am thankful for our home filled with stuff and memories that surround us in so many positive ways. I am thankful for motorcycle adventures that allow me to go many places, meet many good people, see and learn many interesting things, and enjoy the world's food on a level I could not have imagined when I was a younger person. I am thankful for my life. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for my friends who helped me, who've reached out when, in times of need. I'm grateful for our community at UUCC, an array of, of groups that can help us come together and help each other. I'm grateful for friends I've had for a long time and friends who are newer, and for the community of painters of which I'm a part and, and the opportunity to create. I am very grateful for my relatively good health and my ability to be able to help other people who have needs as well. I am grateful for my home. There are so many things to be grateful for. Thank you for letting me reflect and think about them. Good morning. My name is John Harris. When I was asked to tell what I was grateful or give thanks for, my first reaction was to laugh. For while all that was going on in the U.S. and world today, I said to myself, I'm not grateful. The truth is I have a lot to be grateful for. I'm going to highlight a few events the past few weeks. I'm a board member of the Living Legacy Project, and in early November we had an in-person board planning meeting at the Penn Center on St. Helena Island, South Carolina. I am grateful to learn about the Gullah people and the culture of the St. Helena Island, grateful to stay at and learn about the Penn Center. It was one of the first schools in the South built to educate African-Americans. And it is also where Dr. Martin, excuse me, Dr. Martin Luther King composed his I Have a Dream speech. I am also grateful to be able to visit my sister and family and our granddaughter and great-grandson before the retreat. I didn't realize how much I miss seeing them in person. Hello, UUCC. I'm Stephanie Rice, and my pronouns are she and her. And I wanted to share with you an ordinary thing that I'm thankful or grateful for. My ordinary thing that I'm grateful for is the chaos and the noise in my house. I know sometimes it really bothers me and I struggle with it, but at the end of the day, it's a sign that my family is healthy and thriving, that my children are healthy and thriving. And I think I would miss the chaos if I didn't have it in my life. Thank you. Hi, I'm Kathy Parker. I am grateful for many things. My parents, who are long deceased, who gave me grounding for a mostly stable life, and for my fabulous children, who as adults are the best friends anyone could want. I am thankful for the therapist who encouraged me to go to graduate school in 1976 for the Unitarian records I found in 2003 that prompted me to write a history of UUs in Western Pennsylvania. 
At the first annual meeting in January 1893, the Reverend Charles Elliott St. John urged his tiny Pittsburgh congregation, let us proceed on the assumption that we are to stick together as pastor and people for many years. We have the long years in which to correct our imperfections and to grow into our full power and usefulness. I looked up from the hand-scrawled page in front of me, and I knew I had a story to write. And that would direct my work and my life for the next 20 years. Thank you. Hi, I'm Amy Brooks, and I am super grateful this year that we have our vaccines, including the flu vaccine and the COVID vaccine, uh, so that we can safely be back in our school. We have a lot of different methods of keeping people safe in the building, including masks and air purifiers and outdoor time for lunch and brain breaks throughout the day. And it's not as bad as I thought it would be. I'm really happy that our students are able to mix and mingle and that we are able to uh, have this boost to our social connection. And I think it's doing a lot of us a, a lot of good with our mental health. And as a teacher, that's really important to me. As a parent, it's really important to me. And I realize we've come a long way since this time last year. Good morning. My name is Robin Slaw, and this weekend, I'm especially grateful for families. My daughter hosted her first family Thanksgiving, and we've been prepping and cooking and playing games since 10 a.m. I'm grateful for family who cook and aren't afraid to get their hands all goopy, family who are creative and love to have fun, family who aren't afraid to be silly, family who share their joy, family who laugh together. Hi, I'm Regina Varro, and I'm speaking on behalf of myself and my family, KP, Braden, and Tegan. We are so grateful for our dogs. This is Maggie. She's 15 years old and blind, but neither of those things stop her. She's exceptionally resilient, adorably stubborn, and does a little tippity-tappity dance whenever she's excited. Next is Max. Max is the personification of joy. He has a snarly smile that lets you know that you coming home is the greatest event that has happened, perhaps ever. Then there is Ollie. He is skittish, but very compassionate. He looks like a meerkat when he pops up over the end of the couch to see what we're up to. Finally, there's Benny. This little Mr. Potato Head is weirdly cute with his mismatched body parts. He's very loyal, and when he jumps over things, he looks like he's levitating. Gilda Radner summed it up best. I think dogs are the most amazing creatures. They give unconditional love. For me, they are the role model for being alive. Thank you, everybody. Part one has ended. Let's take a break and sing together. Will you rise in body or in spirit? We're going to sing two verses of hymn number 69, Give Thanks. Thanks for the corn on the beach. 
is Julie Bond and I'm a dog person. When I think of the things that make me feel happy and grateful, the first things that come to mind are the people in my life, especially my partner Doreen, who you see in this recent family photo with me. But this year, I want to do a call out for the dogs. In my family, I am well known as the person who becomes a complete wreck if the dog dies in the movie. In 2008, I was in a movie theater with multiple family members watching the film Marley and Me. As it becomes clear near the end of the movie what Marley's fate will be, my seven-year-old niece, Arwen, crept down the aisle of people in seats to put herself in my lap and wrap her little arms around my neck to comfort me. The dogs in my life mark the eras of my life. My childhood, Duchess, Czar, Bibi, Jethro, and Robin, who was my first true love. On to the dogs of my adulthood, Hobson, Sunny, Bert, Truffles, Zuzu, Ryder, who was also in this family photo, and our newest family member, Grace. Dogs have been with me through great joys and have, at times, been the one thing that kept me going during great sadness and bleakness. As I enter a new transition in my life, I will be retiring from my federal career later this year. I am looking forward to traveling, to more time with the people I love, and yes, playing with our dogs. Hi, my name is Chris, and this is my book of gratitude. I got it two years ago, just before the pandemic started, with the goal of writing down things I felt gracious and appreciative about. There's so much in here at this point that when I look back, I see all the peoples and situations which meant something to me during this plague, and it's a lot, means a lot to me. I found it powerful to write down the things you appreciate, things you have, and the things about the people around you. It makes you remember it during the more challenging times that there's a lot in life to be thankful for. I highly recommend this to everyone. Just write things down from time to time. You might be amazed at just how much more you appreciate the world around you and your place in it. Hey everyone, I'm Chase. Hey everyone, I'm Nicole. I'm very grateful for all people I had in my life, especially now in the United States. Uh, everybody's being very welcoming and lovely, nice with me. This is very special. Uh, everybody showed me one night stays very different than the one I imagined before. And this is very nice and special. The experience has been very interesting for me. So thank you very much. And I'm really grateful for all the friends and family in my life, how we're all supporting each other. And this year, I'm grateful for uh, my new Brazilian family. Uh, that are welcoming me into my life, into their life. So very grateful for that. Hope everyone had an amazing Thanksgiving and see you all soon. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Suzanne Hennig. 
I am grateful for the change of seasons, even the dark and cold one when I can snuggle into our cozy house. I'm grateful that my spouse and I still want to spend all our free time together after spending all day working together. I'm thankful for dear friends that warm my heart. I treasure the long text conversations with our son, long phone conversations with my sister, and long walks with my favorite walking buddy. And I'm thankful for you, UCC, for challenging me, for giving me opportunities to participate in meaningful work, and for feeding my spirit. On this Thanksgiving, I am grateful for the love and kindness of family and friends. I also very much appreciate all who devote their time, talent, and treasure toward making our world cleaner, greener, and more just. I am especially thankful for those who push beyond their comfort zones and who are willing to question assumptions in striving to better understand themselves and others. And finally, I am grateful for those who are becoming the change they seek in the world and who share freely their spark of the divine light that dwells in each of us. Good morning, I'm Ariel Vitale. We've all had our share of tumult over the past two years and in the midst of it, I feel very grateful. I'm thankful for my chosen family, for my wife, Terry, for our ability to maintain and actually improve our living conditions, to save enough for a house and to want for little. We've been in our house less than four months and have already had a close call. Uh, there was a bad storm about four weeks ago. Uh, the wind and the rain helped bring down a tree that came just inches from hitting our house. We ended up with no outdoor lamps in, in the back of the house. We ended up with some scratch screens, but at least we still have our roof. Hi, I'm Ann Wing, and I'm thankful for life, the force that moves us. It enables us to see, feel, and act. Living in an apartment amongst trees and looking out from my second floor balcony, I watch leaves emerge from their buds, push out, expand and form flat shapes. They hang on narrow stems and become a brilliant yellow or red before they release their hold, fly and cover the earth with color. Birds look for insects in the dry, crunchy remains. Fleas chomp, sharks hover, bacteria multiply. All of this and more surrounds me, ignoring our rules, our hatreds and frustrations, concentrating only on what is necessary. Now, I'm lucky enough to be here, aware, in the midst of it all. Good morning. We're Mary Rogers and Phil Webster, and we are grateful for you, the collection of people that are UUCC. We moved to Columbia 27 years ago, almost exactly, with two small kids and not knowing a single person. First thing we did was come to UUCC. Cherry Peruzzi met us at the door. And we raised our kids here and met the most wonderful people, and we became part of that community. Over the past six months, the true value of our UU community became crystal clear to both of us. Phil was diagnosed with prostate cancer, and the last six months have been very difficult. 
Throughout this very challenging time, we have felt incredible love and support from our UUCC family. A simple note, an encouraging email or text, a cancer notebook that has a cookbook full of recipes that I've used a lot, loaning us a car, a call, a few nights in Ocean City, a few nights in Deep Creek, many things, large and small. These and you have sustained us, and we are forever grateful. Thank you. One of the things that makes me feel the most grateful is looking out the window and seeing trees. Amazing. Every school day, we walk to school, right? Yeah. And here are the things that we're seeing this morning that we're grateful for. I love that we hold hands. Me too. All the seasons are my favorite. They are, huh? No, why? Why? Because they all have something I like. <laughs> I'm grateful we have sidewalks to walk on on our way to school. I'm grateful that there's one more yellow tree left. Have a good one. All right, you too. Enjoy your Thanksgiving, but I'll see you. Happy Thanksgiving. What do you love about school? I, I love that school is when I can play and learn. <laughs> mm. Love you, Bug. Good morning. Thank you, Helena and Colette. Thank you all. And there's so much more for us to be grateful for. I know there is some of you that are on Zoom are expressing your gratitudes in the chat. Thank you for that. I invite you to stay and chat with each other a little bit after the service about your ordinary blessings. It is so content. It is content with so little, really, Andrea Potus writes. Even the ink of your pen along the watery lines of your dime store notebook could be a swiftly moving prayer. And now a final word of gratitude from Samantha Yakaitis. Hi, my name is Samantha Yakaitis. I use she, her, her pronouns. And today I'm going to sing a song from a movie that you might know called Mamma Mia. Um, and it's, it's called Thank You for the Music. Nothing special. In fact, I'm a bit of a bore. When I tell a joke, you've probably heard it before. But I have a talent, a wonderful thing, because everyone listens when I start to sing. I'm so grateful and proud. All I want is to sing it out loud. So I say thank you for the music, the songs I'm singing. Thanks for all the joy they're bringing. 
I ask in all honesty, what would life be without a song or a dance? What are we? So I say thank you for the music, for giving it to Mother says I was a dancer before I could walk. She said I began to sing long before I could talk. But I often wonder how did it all start? Who found out that nothing could capture a heart? Like a melody can. Well, whoever it was, I'm a fan. So I say thank you for the music, the songs I'm singing. Thanks for all the joy they're bringing. Who can live without it? I ask in all honesty. What would life be? giving it to me. I've been so lucky. I am the girl with golden hair. I want to sing it out to everybody. What a joy, what a life, what a chance. Thank you for the music, Sam, and for the assistance here with Joys and Sorrows. During worship, not only do we give voice to personal sorrows and joys within our community, but we also drop individual stones into a communal bowl of water to represent the way that each life and each story ripples out and touches each of us and is held in our collective embrace. During the music meditation that will follow our time of prayer and reflection, you who are worshiping in the sanctuary are invited to come forward in silence and place stones in honor of your own joys and sorrows.
And one last stone for all that is with us but is unspoken in these moments. Let us hold one another in love. Thanks, Sam. Will you now join me for a few moments of prayer and reflection? Great and holy spirit of life, of love, that which reminds us of all there is to be grateful for, even as we witness over and over again injustices and loss and other things that break our hearts. We are grateful for the little things and the not-so-little things as people are held accountable, as we learn to be held accountable, as we accept challenge and grow. Thank you for these people that are our community, for the families that are able to gather, for science and vaccines. May we be healthy in all ways. May we cultivate health in our community. And may we love one another. Let us share just a moment of quiet stillness. Blessed be. Amen.
Will you please rise in spirit and or body and hear these words of benediction? And then we're going to sing together a benediction response. From the writers at Enfleshed. When bitterness or fear or grief become the whole view, gratitude points us to the beauty also and the love anyway and the simple pleasures that surround our steady companions in life's complexities. We honor the sacred, we honor each other, we honor the earth and our creaturely companions when we remember this web of life that holds us, all its terrors, all its gifts. Gratitude paired with denial about all that calls for mending and repair will not satisfy for long. But gratitude that is alive to all that is, a sibling of sorrow, a cousin of rage, so aware of the ache and the loss and injustice, but still seeing cause to pray. Thank you, thank you, thank you, is to feast on the nourishment of God. Amen. Way too late. 
There's so much to be there. 